What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Joystick Chronicles podcast. We're back after a couple week hiatus. We've got a lot to catch up on. So sit back, relax, and let's get started. Your mom is a very important person in your life and my life. <laughs> so I'm okay with it. So sorry, but we're late because my mom called and priorities we love moms here so it is what it is i realized that uh, i had us muted that first portion too so if you didn't hear it then so what (laughs) um all right we're back it has been (laughs) shit 15 days how long has it been july 5th i think was the last Uh, uh, time it's been a shit show (laughs) literally it has been an interesting couple weeks here um Mexico was awesome. We had a great time. The aftermath of Mexico has not been awesome. I have not had a great time. Uh, neither of us have felt very good. I think it's the ice. We're going to look at that. <laughs> I'm going to say in proportion to the amount of fun that we had, to the amount of pain that we're experiencing still now. <laughs> we're paying for it. It's about even. Like, we're, we're right there. Yeah, it's, you know what? It happens we're paying for the fun that we had. It is what it is. And uh, we're going to just yeah, call it can. even. <laughs> I think that's Moving fair, on. right? Moving on. Yeah. All right. Moving on. All right. Um, I have some news. Can I bring this up? Yeah. You want to bring it up? First order of business. Yeah. Um, some news that like I, I couldn't bring up. Um, just a general topic I couldn't bring up because you're so upset about it because you couldn't have this thing. And now <laughs> give the people what you have. What, what, what's the big news? I'm getting a dog, baby. You get a fucking dog. Let's <laughs> go. I'm pumped. I remember how many weeks ago was it? It was a couple weeks ago that you brought up that you and Kelsey were getting a dog. And I was like, you know what? I'm happy for you. Fuck you. <laughs> you're mad. I was mad. I was like, what the fuck? And now I'm getting a dog. And now we can talk about it. And I'm like, look, I'm giddy. <laughs> yeah, we we went today and uh, and got some puppy stuff. So I love that. I love that. Yeah. Christy bought the the young stallion his first toys. It's a little puppuccino toy with uh, squeaky, oh two squeaky donuts along with it. So <laughs> it's only fitting that she buys him his first toys. Okay, um, tell everyone what kind of dog you're getting. So obviously it's a boy. Uh, it's a golden retriever, and it's the dog that I have always wanted. So I'm very happy and uh it just kind of happened honestly um one of the accounts that i follow on instagram had puppies available and i showed christy the picture of it i was like oh look how cute and then that was like late last week and then on saturday we were at her parents house and i showed the picture to her sister and her sister wants us to get a dog so she was talking about it all and then her mom was like oh if you get a dog like you can bring them here and we can watch them when you guys go out of town. And I think it was that little piece of information that Christy actually needed to be okay with it because she was like, well, if we get a dog, we're not gonna be able to do anything because we have a dog and we have to watch the dog. It's like, no, nah, that's what friends are for. Like if you have to go no. out of town, there's ways like people who have dogs still have lives. Oh, um, yeah. So I think that was kind of the, the nail in the coffin on the hesitancy. And then I just went to work at that point. I was like, so what do you think? And it just all kind of happened at her parents' kitchen table and bingo, bango, bongo. We're getting a golden. And you're trying to figure out a name. So dog name suggestions are up um, yep. for both me and you. Yep. If uh, if you've got any good dog name ideas, I'm getting a boy, a boy golden retriever. Matt's getting a girl golden doodle. Yep. We need them all. So send them our way. Tag us on Twitter at the joystick pod. Put them in the comments down below. Uh, throw them in chat. Keep them coming. We're going to, we need 100% going to be dog reveals. Oh, yeah. In absolutely. The camera. We're, we're not going to be, <laughs> we're not going to be telling you what are the ideas of her names are yet. We'll get, we'll do a whole review after we both have the dog. Oh, yeah. And it'll be a dog special. And we'll reveal the dog on camera. We'll talk about their name. We'll talk about some of the ideas that we had. Um, and but in the meantime, put the put the names down in the comments because we want to hear about it. Um, what and remind me, when are you supposed to get the dog? Um, now it's September 
the weekend of like September 16th or 17th, something like that. Okay. So I'm going to be like two to three weeks after you, I think. Yeah. We are right now. Our ETA is August 27th. Um, so you'll be like, yeah, two weeks after us. Um, so I'm pumped that and the funny part is we already have plans that day with some friends, uh, in town. And I was like, sorry, we got to cancel the plans. It's like, we can go get the dog and bring the dog to your house if you want. Like, I don't care. But like, <laughs> dog is now priority in that day. And Christy, yeah, like, see, this is what I mean. We can't do things with friends. And I was like, it's the day we're getting our dog. It's happy. This is like, this is the priority. She was joking about it. So yeah. it's like, no, this is a great day. It's going to be fun. So that's the big news in my life. And I'm pretty happy about it. We're, we're driving four hours to Nashville. Uh, to go get our puppy and then four hours back. And it's funny. They, they put in their notes, like if the drive is more than 30 minutes, like make sure you have like, and it had a whole list of things like yep. a kennel, food, water, towels. Uh, paper towels. Also, I was like, Oh no, it's going to be a miserable, <laughs> miserable four hours back. You just have to hope that the dog sleeps the entire time. Yeah. I mean, your dog is probably going to be a little bit less traumatized than my dog because my dog is coming on a plane. Uh, my dog is in like the Seattle area and they're flying him in. So like somebody from the place is like transporting, bringing the dog on their lap and like bringing us. So we're oh I think my God. we got to work out all the details, but like I think we're going to meet him at the airport and get the dog and then come home. So. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's going to be a crazy day, but I'm so excited for it. Okay, uh, enough about dogs, enough about Mexico. What, what else are updates? What are the things that we have not talked about in the last two weeks? <gasps> oh, man. What that have happened in the last two weeks? We went to question. Mexico. We went to Mexico. I broke my toe. That was before Mexico, though. Did you break your toe? Well, that's a good question. I don't think I actually broke it because... It was like full on. It was my big toe. I, I don't can't remember if we talked about this, but it was like full on we black did. and blue. And I couldn't bend it all the way. And it felt like I had possibly broken it. But after like four days, maybe five days, the bruising was gone. Um, so it definitely didn't break it. I would say it was probably like a bad sprain or did something because I was playing volleyball barefoot and I like the big toe like went underneath my foot. And I heard a crack and then I landed on it further and I heard another crack that like isn't supposed to crack. So it hurt. I, I mean, we won the volleyball game. I still played on it for a little bit. It wasn't terrible. It was just more of like the aftermath of the fact that my toe was black. And yeah, so I'm like. I say back to like 90% with the toe. The bruising's Good. gone. It still hurts a little bit if I move it the wrong way, but like other than that, it's fine. Mm -hmm. um, so that just kind of is what it is at this point. And it's not really an update anymore. But yeah, that's what I got. What do you got? Uh, nothing really. Today is my first uh, two solid meals since Mexico. No, not since Mexico. <laughs> I take back since Sunday. Um, so that's kind of my update. Crazy week at work. And it's almost Thursday. By the I, way, I don't know how much weight that I have lost since Mexico. I'm at it's got to be at least 10 pounds. I for the last like three days have been craving a burger. And we went to dinner last night with Sean and his girlfriend. And. I had the best burger. It was really good. It was. I look at the menu and it's a $35 burger, a 10 ounce fucking Wagyu beef burger. And I'm like, oh. what, are, like what are you doing to me? I want like a $20 burger that's going to fix my craving. I'm going to spend oh. the extra $15 anyway because I want it. I've been craving it all week. But like, fuck, this doesn't need to be Wagyu. So. I bet that was an amazing burger. I got it. It was really good. I was very full afterwards. And this week sponsored by <laughs> <laughs> hashtag ad question mark <laughs> at my desk. Mine is in the kitchen. Mine is not at my desk. So maybe that uh, means I'm doing a little bit better than you because yours Probably. is right next to you. Mine was right next to me earlier this week. Um, <laughs> but that is hilarious. 
Okay, we should probably get into gaming headlines. What do you think? Let's get into this. Can we talk about Stray? We're going to transition from dogs to cats a little bit here. I'm not a cat person at all. Okay. I didn't know this game was coming out until, like, it came out. Uh, (laughs) Until, like, it came out. So I've known about it for a few weeks now. And I... It looks nuts, honestly. A lot of, like... So a lot of my coworkers who are gamers they're also cat people and they've been like pumped about the game coming out and yeah i'm personally just not a cat person so i'm like yeah it's cool like man cool give it give give me a dog game and i'll probably play it Uh, but like i was watching some of the streams on twitch and it looks cool it's it's essentially just like a third i guess third person person isn't the right third animal third feline (laughs) um so it's like a third person view you're a cat that is like a stray and you like go through the game that's pretty much like all that i know about it but Ah, it is storyline it is already kind of gathered like a cult following because it's of a cat which is hilarious um but i'm i'm actually pulling up the twitch categories right now because i want to see how many people are watching people play stray uh, the videos of like the cats, the people's actual cats watching them play the game is also pretty silly. Yeah, uh, completely agree. Right now on Twitch, there are 85,000 viewers for Stray. <laughs> um, and it is listed as an adventure game. So well, you need to benchmark that. Just Chatting is 410, Apex is 109, Valorant 119. It's twice of Warzone. It's actually more than Fortnite right now, too. Yeah. It's it's honestly like that's, that's really very funny. impressive. And when I say it's gathered a little bit of a cult following, it really has because some of the I don't know. We'll see. I what I'm curious with this game is obviously it just launched yesterday. So is it going to carry this viewership? I mean, that's the biggest thing with games like this. I feel like we saw this with uh, with Among Us when yeah. among us not, not not first came out but when it first got popular um fall guys is another one that was like yeah. had a very i don't want to say short-lived but it was crazy popular and that falls off real quick that's just kind of how twitch is in gaming in general there's few games that are like you can just always fall back on them and you know that people are gonna talk about like call of duty and apex a Grand Theft Auto. I think Grand Theft Auto yeah. is obviously the, the, oh, the staying number power one stakeholder of that. Yeah. Um, like Fortnite and Valorant, like those main AAA titles. Um, and then you've got these other smaller games that pop up. And I feel like this very much is reminiscent of one of those. Um, so I'm curious how this will actually stay in the Twitch viewership and just discussion in general. This, this guy's... <laughs> the name, the title of his stream is. <laughs> People are getting super creative with it. And you know what? I love the creativity. Um, and actually, one of the cool things about the game is that it's available for free on PlayStation. If you have like the PlayStation Network's equivalent to Game Pass. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but you can play it for free if you've got a if you've got that subscription in a PS5, which is cool. Um I personally will probably never play it. I did watch a little bit of it on stream today from different creators just because I was interested. Uh, yeah. And I've got coworkers who started playing it yesterday and they said the game's actually surprisingly good. So, I mean, huh. kudos. Well, excuse me. Kudos to the developer for update. We'll s- getting a good we'll see. If, we'll see if it continues to uh, trend. Yep. Yeah, that we um, will. Can we can we transition to um well there's a couple things I want to talk about. I want can you explain to me this whole phase clan thing? I guess it went public today. I have not paid attention. So Yeah, so the news broke it was a couple months ago that Phase Clan was gonna go public. Uh and they were essentially gonna be traded on the Nasdaq and all of that. So that happened today. Um they're officially a publicly traded company. Um they are uh, shoot what's the what's the actual company phase uh no phase holdings incorporated is now um 
publicly traded on the Nasdaq exchange. And as of this morning, when the markets opened, you can purchase phase. It's a dollar sign phase. So that's their ticker. Uh, They started out by trading at a price of almost $13. And within a couple hours, they were down like 25%. It got by, I think it was like after two or three hours, maybe like halfway through the day, um, they were down to being traded at 944 a share. So we'll see how this actually pans out. I think it's more, at least for right now, um, it's obviously an awesome PR move. Um, they're obviously the first gaming organization to be a publicly traded company. So there's a lot of question marks on how this is actually going to perform. I think ultimately it's good for gaming in general uh, yeah. because it gets gaming in the mainstream media. And when you can put phase clan up on the ticker on the NASDAQ and they're the ones ringing the bell, like that's huge for gaming. Yeah. Tell me, tell me this was happening 10 years ago. Never would I have believed you or expected mm-hmm. that to be the case. So yeah, a clan, yeah. like, especially think about 10 like years ago. Clan. When I, like when I was part of, uh, I can't even remember, uh, God, what were we called? ESK elite Spartan killers and halo. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Dollar man. I thought ESK. that was so cool though at yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, it's cool. I mean, there's a lot to keep tabs on this and just to see like how phase is performing in the markets. But like you can go and purchase stock in phase. If you want, I'm not advising you to, I don't know. We, we don't do that. We don't do that. No, no, the market of financial advice, please don't listen to me. (laughs) But like, if you wanted to, you could own a piece of phase. Like people are tweeting all all day today. Like, Oh, I'm a part owner of phase. Like technically, yeah, you are. That's kind of cool. That's pretty neat. Maybe we'll buy um, a share for nine dollars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's talk about one of my favorite things that just came out. That uh, well, it's it's not even really like news news because we've mm-hmm. kind of heard this was going to happen. Um, but Discord finally coming to Xbox. And actually, I didn't see if they listed any date. Did Did you see if they listed a, a date officially? So, like it's going out to some. Yeah. So Xbox just uh, says it's coming soon. Um, it's going to start with Xbox insiders and I yes, that's who I couldn't think of to be frank. I don't know the criteria of being an Xbox insider, so I'm not entirely sure they don't have an exact release date on this, but I would imagine it's going to be happening fairly quickly. Um, like probably within the next month, assuming that all goes well, um, knowing that this has been published today. But I mean, this is straight from Xbox. Your Discord and Xbox are about to become a lot closer. Check out the Discord voice update coming soon to your Xbox. So, uh, I mean, when did Great we news. talk about this? Uh, this was it's been a while, long time ago. This is when the the Microsoft uh, acquisition rumors were happening with Discord. It ultimately, never ended up happening. But like that, was- we had a longer discussion about different, I think, like apps and different, like yeah. um, kind of how things can integrate into Xbox. Mm-hmm. We totally did. And I think this is great for just the cross platform um, ecosystem in general, because now you can easily on a PC have great voice comms with somebody on an Xbox console. I don't have to use (sighs) Xbox voice chat anymore on a PC, which is I'm going to be brutally honest. Awful. Atrocious. (laughs) I didn't realize until I got into Discord. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing the difference, honestly, just in audio quality. Discord audio quality is great. Um, mm-hmm. and, I mean, that's what you're hearing this podcast recorded on. So, like, yep. it's, it's good audio quality. It's a hell of a lot better than, than Xbox. And I think this is awesome for console users and people on PC who are trying to play with mm-hmm. people on console. Um, What's, and we got a little... I, we got a little glimpse of this this past week with matt who he's having a pc Mm. issue his hard drive corrupted so he's working on getting that fixed and for a night or two he was playing on an xbox we had to go back to xbox voice chat i was like yes sucks it sucks yeah yeah i mean you could hear my fan in the background i was like i can't be comfortable yeah and enjoy my life and play video games yeah (laughs) and i'm i'm i am a stickler when it comes to 
little sounds in the mic too um i think that this has a bigger impact in gaming overall in that it's i'm honestly i'm curious what like these companies are thinking because in my mind i think it unites uh it unites the gaming world in a lot of ways because for discord to be on xbox that kind of unites the two between pc and xbox and like i don't know i could see where people would be like damn you know this is what life is like for somebody on pc maybe i should try to invest in one but at the same time you're also bringing in like discord to xbox which allows you to unite with those people that are on pc and not have to spend the money to go build your own pc or buy one so i mean i don't know there's always going to be a consumer who is Xbox focused. There's always going to be a consumer who's PC focused. Um, I was I, Xbox focused for so long. Both, so. Of, both of us have been both of those consumers at different points in times. Mm-hmm. So what I think is great that Xbox and Microsoft are doing is trying to bring those two consumers together and have the least amount of barriers possible for them to be able to play together and come together which is awesome. I think it's great. Yeah. It's an awesome step forward and PlayStation needs to be next. Mm-hmm. Although actually is PlayStation. Can you already get it on PlayStation? I might be wrong. I have, I have no clue. Um, use discord on PS five by sending a message. So I think technically, Ooh, yes, there is a way. It's not officially. It's not officially supported. It's not, it's not like the full on integration. Like you have, the you the discord ui on your playstation like you will on an xbox but there's a way around it to do it so Mm. i ultimately i think discord and playstation will end up finding a way to do this and i mean imagine you've got a an apex ranked game and you've got one person on pc one person on ps5 one person on xbox series x and all of you are talking in discord imagine having that conversation 15 years ago or 10 years ago no no not even close never xbox and playstation people just like don't talk to each other at that point sometimes they didn't even talk in real life because the honestly yeah no but honestly i think though there's there's actually like something to that because i think um it kind of split people up back in the day like you know that's just like what you identified with like we were xbox people like always the xbox versus playstation debate still to this day there's always going to be Easier to relate to those people that went through the same things you did. The first comment on this Xbox, the official Xbox Twitter account, the first reply is PlayStation did it first. There will always be an Xbox versus PlayStation debate. So silly. (laughs) Uh, Okay, can we talk about one more game? We've got still a lot to talk about. So uh, I do want to just mention that FIFA 23 um has released its tutorial video and we can get into a longer debate i think than we're going to because we don't have the time for it uh but i got excited about it watching it okay you brought up a question when i brought it up that fifa 23 released a tutorial video or whatever a new uh what's the word trailer not tutorial um and you just said They're the same every year. I don't know why you get excited about the yearly drop. And same. I don't I mean, know. Yeah, roster's I could, update, but like I, I could be 13 is the number one example of you can play the same game for years and people can update the rosters. That's fine. Yeah. Our yearly yeah. drops really I mean, worth it. Yes, but you haven't played FIFA in a long time. So I, I will I've, say I don't think I've played. Well, I think I played over a little the, bit of FIFA 20, maybe. But like, over the course the last one okay. i owned was fifa 17 i haven't bought it every year so if you were to go back to fifa 20 even like when i played 19 or 20 like you can tell the difference in a three-year period rather than a yearly so i don't, I don't think that. i don't think a yearly but i think every three years you can pretty much tell so like the last one i displayed 22 or 20, yeah 22 or 21 you could actually tell there's a difference like it feels more realistic and there's you know i feel like every year they come out with like a oh this new engine within the game it's like is it are you sure because because then you buy you got hyped up about it and then you buy it and you're like this doesn't feel that much different (laughs) i can pick up a fifa game from 2013 
and then play the newest FIFA game. Yes, it's going to feel a lot different, but fundamentally, everything is basically the same. And it's I know timing. This is a little it's bit a lot of, of timing take. and stuff now. For, for the FIFA connoisseurs, I know this is a little bit of a hot take, but fundamentally, it's the same. I mean, it's the same controls. Yeah, absolutely. It's the yeah. same. It's like Call of Duty, essentially. Uh, things change over time, but like, do you really need a yearly release? So, my question should they go to every two years like Call of Duty's done or every three years? Personally, I say yes. EA, put your work into something else. Make something Second else question. W- wasn't FIFA going to part with EA? Yeah, like that, I'm pretty sure that administration? I'm, I think this, this current so this, FIFA title is the last official like FIFA title. Hmm. You can double check me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's happening. I don't think that was like a rumor or anything. Yeah, it'd be the last game in the series bearing the FIFA name. Yeah, so it's still going to be the same game. FIFA's EA just, for, uh, they're essentially just saying, yeah. you're not going to pay us the money that we want for you to use our name. Get lost. Yeah, but FIFA's like one of the most corrupt organizations. <laughs> oh, yeah. FIFA too, so. and the NCAA are just snakes. Awful. Absolute snakes of organizations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we won't go into that because there's a lot we could talk about there. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine. Headlines, headlines, headlines. And then, okay, because we're going to get into a lot of Apex, I think let's talk Nick Merckx here in a second. But I do want you to talk about COD Titanium Trials because I don't, I didn't even see that come up. Like, I'm not even sure what's going on with that. So Call of Duty has this new thing. It's called Titanium Trials. And if it sounds familiar, it's because it is familiar because it's Iron (laughs) Trials, but it's named after a different metal. And they're using the exact same fucking game mode just on Caldera. And oh, man, they're is it? Yeah, just on Caldera. It's it's a 300 base health. It's Iron Trials, but they're calling it titanium trials because they're introducing terminator into this remember when we talked about terminator integration fucking four months ago yeah Yeah, it was like four weeks ago kind of on one right now sorry um (laughs) they're essentially using iron trials as a way to introduce a two-week-long game mode that will be terminator themed i guarantee it they're gonna introduce the terminator uh packs in the store which don't buy them because they don't carry over to Warzone 2. Um, so it's Iron Trials. You get 300 base health. Uh, and essentially the way that they're saying that they're going to change this and make it different than Iron Trials is that they're dropping the tempered perk on the ground more frequently. So you have more efficient plating opportunities. You only have to equip two plates instead of three. Way to be original. Call of Duty. This is how you know we're late into the into the year and just a new game grabbing it, grasping at straws. Oh, just yeah. they're just like, hey, how can we do this? And you know, it's like light bulb. Call it titanium trials. <laughs> this is same, same, but different. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I reading this is killing me a little bit like Uh, at least try and i will be the first one to tell you that i love iron trials iron trials is great i'm not bashing the playlist itself i think it will actually be fun because iron trials was a lot of fun i'm bashing the originality of this idea and it's hey for two weeks we're gonna have this new playlist come out and it's called titanium trials. Okay. So I, bored of call of duty that I'm, I'm, I have stacked, um, the remote to the fan, my AirPods and my chapstick on top of the Pepto-Bismol because I just, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got your own little homemade game of Jenga going on oh, while I rant. I love it. Uh, just, just tell me to step off my soapbox and I will. Okay, let's talk about Apex. <laughs> um, titanium Trials, by the way, coming August 11th. Have fun. There you go. Um, all right. Nick Merckx got an invite to the ALGS. And a lot of people are up in arms about this. And a lot They're of people pissy. are not. And my question to you is, should Nick, Nick Merckx have been invited? 
Okay, what are the qualifications? Because I'm not even sure I know what they are for the ALGS. So that's one of the interesting things. And honestly, the biggest reason why this is even a controversy is because EA is not transparent at all and has no communication around who is chosen and why. I mean, you obviously know who is chosen, but there's no reasoning. There's no qualifications that have to be met. Like you don't qualify for the ALGS, you get invited. So ultimately it is EA's sole discretion. They send out an email and there's screenshots of the emails from all the invites. You can see them, but ultimately they say, congratulations, you're, you've been invited to the ALGS. Oh, that. You have to, you have to have at least two of the three below players remain on the roster throughout the entire league. Um, or otherwise you're disqualified and that's basically it. Cool. Um, there's no, like you don't qualify. It's not like you have to place in the different splits for that season. It's, it's not, there's not a lot of transparency and that's where people are getting frustrated. And I think a lot of the arguments that are happening about whether or not Nick should have been invited is because, you know, he wasn't competing in both splits this year. And I mean, he was in the challenger series, but he hasn't been in past ALGSs. And most people are saying he hasn't proven himself. And a lot of people think, you know, he's getting an invitation because of his community and the viewership that he carries And which to me, boom, right there. Sure. You're smart as fucking hell for, like why wouldn't you want him involved in the algs because he's already he's got us talking about it um yeah so i personally i think it's a great business decision and they had to have known that this was going to piss some people off and they probably just looked at it as if you know what it's better for us we're going to assume the risk and call Ah. it a day he's getting the invite I could see where I would be pissed if I were like on the cusp of like qualifying and, you know, competing to get in the LGS. And then like, there's really no, like, I don't know. There's, there's no criteria. Mm -hmm. And then just like Nick just gets like invited. I think, yeah, I could see where like, I'd be pissy about it, but in all reality, like, yeah, they're, they're going to pick a streamer that consistently has, I don't know. What's his average viewership. I, I don't know. Thousands a day. Thousands per stream. Being conservative, I'd say probably 25K per stream is average. But, like, hey, the man has earned the platform that he has. You know, to to be honest, I mean, I don't don't know what everybody else's... grind has looked like but you know he's he's gotten to predator i mean he's he's uh he's up there in the top like half a percent of players right yeah and you also have to think too like the guys competing in algs are the top of the top like getting predator is your top 750 and there are not 750 people competing in the in the algs so that is where a lot of the controversy comes in it's like yeah you can be predator and you can be good, but like, are you ALGS good? And I think that like he's proven that he can get to Predator. And mm-hmm. a lot of the claims that the people who are disagreeing with this are saying that like he was carried by his team to Predator because he plays with the same team and all that. And it's like, at that point, who cares? You're on the team. Yeah, you're still like, pretty good, though. You're still good. He's <laughs> going to. He's going to absolutely kick the ass of anybody in apex who challenges him unless you're an algs pro and even then we'll see how he competes i think i I, ultimately i'll be watching i'm interested it's piqued my interest ea i think did the right thing for their business and has gotten people talking about it and oh yeah this will bring more people to the game here we are let's go talking about it let's watch i want to see if nick can actually compete against imperial hal in all of these guys yeah, Apex Predator is 0.081% of all players. Master 0.096. Let's see where we compare now that we're just like chatting about. Uh, yeah, I'm curious. I am. Um, so right now I'm gold three, making my way slowly up to plat. And you're what, plat four? Oh, there, oh this is not like, uh, hold on. This is like. You got six percent, six point one nine eight percent of players are in gold three. Yeah, so it's not, it's not like so you're, you're like the top. And it's but you're hold on, I can I can find that though. 
Here's another here's another list here. Diamond, platinum, gold. Gold has roughly 30 31% of players. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Platinum is 26% of players. Diamond is 5%, master and apex is 0.4. So the the big jump is really platinum and diamond honestly. Yeah, platinum and diamond. Which that doesn't surprise me at all. Like I will, no, not really. I will get to platinum. I don't know if I'll get to diamond. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we're we're slowly getting there. Who knows? We're getting up. I mean, I st- obviously I started at bronze, and I mean, I I pretty much went from silver to like silver four up to gold in a couple hours. Like we played for a while one day, and like I jumped up the ranking. So, um. I definitely, definitely have some some um levels to keep jumping up, but we'll get to I'll get to plat and we'll go from there. We'll see Where what happens. The, oh wait, 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 wait. What are you I'm looking so up right confused. now? I you know, I just realized there's a stat tracker for um Apex. It's like COD tracker, but it's uh Apex. Yeah. Yeah, my my KD is atrocious. Because Apex stat tracker steam and my problem too is that a lot of, for most of like the first i would say half of the time that i was playing ranked at least in this split i was doing it on keyboard and mouse because i wanted to full commit and then i just got so frustrated that i switched back to controller and my skill immediately went back up because oh yeah so like my like i was playing very poorly and now i would say my kd is definitely better on controller but like that's also the thing with apex that I don't really care what my KD is because they have a ranked system and they have a good ranked system. It's like, I care more about my rank than I do about my, my KD, which in call of duty, I was like, yeah, I want a KD to have at least something to show for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is interesting. So, um, yeah, so you, it'll show you where your rank is. So like I'm plat four, which is what I was looking at. Mm-hmm. Uh, 8,692 RP. I'm in the top 3.06% of players. Uh, Measured by what? See, that? I don't know, because that's in, this is just in the Steam stats. It may be just Steam players. I'm not entirely sure. It's possible. Uh, We'll do some more digging into stats, and we can actually do like a full run through those next week, because I'd be curious to run through both of ours um, and just kind of put that out there and just have a discussion around it. So that'll be something that we'll follow up with, but... Let's That'd keep, be fun. Yeah, let's keep moving here um, and stay on the Apex discussion. And I want to mention that apparently Post Malone is cracked at Apex. Did you see that clip? <laughs> yeah, he's he's very good at Apex. Yeah. yeah, and like I know, like he played Call of Duty. He's obviously a big gamer. Uh, he has been for a while now, but like he played COD. Now he's on Apex, and he's good. It's awesome. Yeah. He is good. It's 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 fun to see. You know, this is a continued conversation. It's like you know, there used to be such a stigma around like people just playing video games in general. Yeah. And now you have all these like already like people are cross. Uh, I don't know what the word like cross branding almost themselves like mm-hmm. between because like you got like bat you know professional athletes that are gaming and they're streaming. They're yep. or like musicians like uh who am i thinking of uh t-pain like t-pain yeah. streaming all the time yeah i think t-pain's like, a great example uh, uh, t-pain's amazing t-pain's kane, awesome kane brown snoop kane yeah t-pain and snoop are probably the two i know like kane brown um he plays with tim the Tapman sometimes uh, yeah athletes i mean there's a ton of athletes who game and yeah 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 i you're totally right i think it's great and then, and then post yeah. Did, did you know that actually today, ironically enough that we're talking about this, today is the four-year anniversary of the night that Ninja played with Juju Smith-Schuster, Drake, and Travis Scott in Fortnite? No, oh, that's crazy. Can you believe that? It's been four years? Four years. Yeah, I watched it. I did too. I remember seeing that. And I don't remember if I texted you the link or if you texted it to me, but I was like, you got to watch this. And I, I watched that live. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. I feel like that was like a huge night just for the gaming industry in general because it was like, holy shit, Drake. <laughs> yeah, Drake is like who even knew he played. Yeah, and it's like you know, 
in in not just Drake, but like Travis Scott, like holy shit. Mm-hmm. And then that was, I feel like, like peak Juju Smith Schuster talent. And you just had like what? It was just kind of it came out of nowhere. I had no idea mm-hmm. about it. And it was sweet. So yeah, ironically enough, that is uh today's the the four year anniversary. Not um, to get us too off topic. Post Malone, though, don't watch him versus ACU because then it makes him look like yeah, what did he say about that? <laughs> I said, I can't hit him. <laughs> I was watching the video. Yeah, ACU is just insane. I mean, the, yeah, the, the, that, that movement, that, that's another level. The, the top Apex Predator guys are just, it's nuts. And it's mm-hmm. like, you, they go into a game of ranked and like they, off the bat, I think they have to, what, like pay like 170 RP just to get in a match oh, or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, every game they're, either winning it or the to top win. three and it's yeah. like they're they're getting points every game I'm like jesus christ mm-hmm. and what i love too is my newest thing is what starting to watch the guys who are like 23 in the in the rankings and then mm-hmm. throughout the day see how their numbers like progress and how long mm-hmm. they play to start to beat the guys who aren't playing and it's yeah. like you just have to keep playing to keep that up because everybody's trying to catch you it's it's yeah I like it. I think it's great. It's good entertainment, honestly. And I will say that from a Twitch perspective, now that like we're getting more and more into Apex, I do still enjoy watching some of the some of the Warzone creators. Um, but I think the gameplay of Apex, even just watching it, not necessarily playing it, is more entertaining to watch than Warzone. Um, it is it's because it's different every time i feel like yeah, like it's different and, and the ranked has a lot to do with it and there are rumors that warzone 2 is gonna drop with a ranked feature um mm. we didn't even get into that but there's rumors around that that have been circling for the last week or so and i would absolutely love that i mean how for over a year we've been talking about how call of duty needs a good ranked system in warzone so yep that for sure needs to happen and I would love it. It might pull me back into to Call of Duty, but for now, Apex is where I'm enjoying gaming, and that's mm-hmm. I don't see that changing in the next couple months. Continue the ranked grind. Yes. See, um, well, we love that. Well, and that's the thing. It's like it's a grind. It, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's like why not have something that you can work towards? And and that yep. is a common theme on this show that we're always going to talk about, um, and it's what brings us back night after night and all of that so i agree completely agree with you so let's hear a little bit about you know because i know you have primarily just you've always been a bloodhound main mine has changed up a little bit um but like what are the guns that you're enjoying in apex right now okay so you you would know but uh I don't know. I, I, I've been thinking about switching it up a little bit because it has changed over time. So I've always been a Bloodhound main, but I also like can't think of what my my old like main gun was. I used to run a Volt all the time, though. Yeah. And now Volt is uh, only in care packages. But now I've transitioned to just Spitfire and R9. Or I've done a little bit of the Flatline in R9, R99 recently. And that's been fun. I just like the increased mag size because in uh, in the Spitfire, so you, I just have like more uh, room for error. Yeah, <laughs> if I need to. You do when you get a purple or gold heavy mag on that thing. I mean, you've got like forty five and fifty bullets. I think respectively, it's yeah. You've got more than everybody else, pretty much. I, I think it also fits my play style because like I'll throw a two by on the Spitfire, and that works for me. Like because I'm not. I'm not really trying to play super long range. I could if I want to. Like I've been throwing, I've been doing uh, <laughs> the triple take uh, or the, the, the take, take three, three <laughs> as I like to call it, as, as we've named it. Um, and, and long range has been fun, but it's not, I have more fun just being aggressive and especially with a bloodhound main yeah. because I have the scan and because like my ult is an aggressive ult, like, I am going in to at least knock one person from that team. If I do not have a uh, two guns that are conducive, at least to like short to mid range, like I'm not going to be that effective in the fighting. Yeah. Cause when, when I knock somebody, I think it's when I knock or maybe it's when I kill, I don't know, but it increases my ult. Okay. Like the time 
because I have like 30 seconds or whatever of the bloodhound, whatever. And then it like increases if I kill somebody. Okay. I feel like it's probably knock, but who knows? I, I don't. I'm, I rarely ever play bloodhound. I think I've only played it like three times total. Well, anyway, I, I can push in with an R9 and crack and break and or down one at yeah. least. Yeah. And then if, if I don't get it, I can switch the Spitfire. Most people aren't running like two, two guns like that. Like a lot of people are running. Uh, um, let's see. I'm trying to think Matt runs like a 30, 30 and, and, uh, and then like an R nine. Yep. So like I have the advantage in that fight because <laughs> then I'm spitting out rounds, the Spitfire. And, uh, yeah, anyway, so those are my two. I am a light ammo whore. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm an R301 and an R99 or a car guy, uh, depending on. I've been car guy. I I did it for a time, but I don't. I actually I don't mind it at all. I do. It's honestly the R99 and the car are kind of pretty comparable, at least from a feel component for me. Yeah, um, I would say I typically run an R99 because I'm going to find an R99 before I get to a crafter Being able to craft and craft the car. Yeah. Um, but if I don't have an R99 by the time I come across a crafter and I have the crafting material, I'll do the car. Um, mm. And the one thing that I do like a lot about the car is the versatility of being able to use either a light or a heavy mag and a light or heavy ammo. Um, so like that helps a lot. And right now, like today in the crafter is a purple light mag, a purple stock. And yeah. the car, it's like you get 100 crafting points and boom, right there. I've got a kitted gun. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'll just do that instead of an R99. So yeah. that's kind of what I cycle through. I I use the triple take a little bit. Um, I use the 3030 a little bit. Just kind of. Oh, I like the 3030 too. I dabble with but... the Spitfire too. Um, just kind of depends. And honestly, that's one of the cool things about the game is that it depends on what I come across and what I can find. I mean, there will be games where I don't find an R301 until there's six squads left and finally run across one in somebody's death box. And I take that. Um, or if I'm but late in the game and I'm feeling game. Spitfire, then I'll just stick with the Spitfire. And just that's say, what makes it different every time though. Yeah. It changes. It depends on what you find. Everything changes up just a little bit. And it just provides that it, you don't have as much room for error because you have to be a, a more versatile with all the different guns. And it's not mm-hmm. like Call of Duty where you're dropping in. You get your your loadout, and that's your gun, and you can use that for twenty games in a row. It rewards you for being more versatile. If you are yes. if you are better with different guns, yes. and you can win the early fights, which like especially since it's not a huge map, and there are um, spots that are usually hotter than others. I mean, like any battle royale, it rewards you for being versatile because if you pick up a gun and are able to use it better than somebody else, then you're probably going to win the fight. And then once you get past those early, early um, fights, you're winning all the loot in that area, you know, and then you're set up better for the rest of the game. Yes. That's what makes it fun. Also, another good point, honestly. Um, And I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a great time with, uh, which is that versatility and it rewards you for your gunfights. And it's not mm-hmm. necessarily all about game sense, which that has a lot to do with it. But if you're the better gunner, not nine times out of 10, maybe like seven or eight times out of 10, you can come out of that fight and especially early game and win that uh, uh-huh. and just being more versatile. So that it also has been rewarding. <laughs> Kev, it brings me back to to like playing so situational because it's like me, you and I think Sean ran a game today and like you just got to learn to pick your fights too because like early game, like we love to be aggressive and it makes the game really fun. But like when you when one of us realizes that they're just not going to be effective in a fight, like we backed completely off at thermal and went back and like looted around the area. And then I think we came back. You come back. I think it was that like little rotundra, the little (laughs) what I call rotundra. The rotundus among us. And and uh, no, I think that was Sean and I. But anyway, we we ended up like coming back, circling back, and fought two teams, but won the fight because we had chosen to drop back and get better guns. Yeah, it's it's very situational. But when it comes down to it, one v one, if you've got the better gun skill and you've got the better shots, ultimately the more versatile shooter is going to win because of all the different guns in the game that you ultimately have to use because 
it's just out of necessity. It's uh, yeah. And that it's randomized. Yeah. So it, it adds another layer to the game. I really enjoy it. I'm having a lot of fun with it right now. And, you know, maybe, maybe we'll get back into call of duty come Warzone two, but for now, apex is the wave. Will. Apex is absolutely the wave. And you know, what's funny. I'm going to bring this up too. Have you noticed that so many people like if you go on Reddit for like five minutes, yeah. everybody complains about apex. Like oh. all the Apex community complains so much about Apex. Okay. On our Have you ever seen the Call of Duty community? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> every game, every game's community complains about it. the game that they love. I it guess I get it. it. Yeah, because I guess I'm the same way. I just, just, it's just kind of funny because I'm like, did I wish any of these people played COD for the last like year and then switched over to apex and we're like oh my god because like even now sean made a comment the other day was like my aim is so much better like even if i get destroyed on apex for like five games i'll go to cod just to feel better because i'm just shooting lasers (laughs) yeah because there's there's no recoil (laughs) absolute beams uh yeah that that's a good point i'd never really even thought about that and i haven't made that switch directly from apex to call of duty and and i'd be curious like once we do get back into warzone if you like play a couple of games at apex as a warm-up and then you go to warzone it's like if there's a rank system in are warzone you who are you play warm-up in apex why not no reason not to yeah. so i'm curious uh if it, if that works out so we'll have to give that a test um once warzone 2 comes out and we've hopefully been up to diamond in in apex <laughs> fingers crossed it'd be sweet <laughs> yeah no, that'd be cool um so the grind continues that is for sure um and we're gonna wrap this up uh shorter episode today but thank you all for joining us and uh make sure you leave your comments down below as with your um name suggestions for dogs if, yeah. if you didn't hear the first part of the episode i'm getting a boy golden retriever uh, in late august and matt is getting a girl golden doodle about two weeks after i am so we need names let us know uh, hit, us up, hit us up on Twitter too uh, at the joystick pod with name suggestions. And who knows if we like it, maybe it'll stick and you can name our dog. So I'm open. Yeah, we're absolutely open. We've got a long list right now of, of some options and not exactly sure which route we want to take. So we're open to suggestions. So let us know. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Bye. See ya. Hiya.